from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. That was amazing. <laughs> you see that slick? I was pretty impressed. Hour number two. Vince was right in the middle of sentence. As soon as the red lights came on the microphone, he was like, So then, I was sitting there. It's not my first rodeo, boys. That's true. Welcome back in, everybody. Hour number two, the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Vince, the Don of Indian Rock Speaks Noble. A.K.A. Big Sugar. Big Sugar. Big Sugar. And uh, we also have Bill George. <laughs> You are never going to live that down. Well, you know, you know what? <laughs> Look at it this way. A year or two ago, Big Sugar was uh, was a dig on you. Okay? It really was. It was a dig. You know, but yeah, now, yeah, yeah. as the year goes on and you meet all these chicks and stuff, you can be like, yo, man, my nickname's Big Sugar. And they're like, oh, like Suge Knight. Roll up oh, in his boat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you roll up in your, uh, what is my that boat you got? I need some kind of like I'm Snoop Dogg theme song playing in the back. I'm surprised you didn't put that on the boat. What's the boat? I, I actually almost thought. What kind of boat do you have? I mean, seriously, dude. Key, Key West. Oh, yeah. What size? 18. 18. <laughs> 21 will be finished here in about a month. Yeah, just do Big sugar, and then uh, you just create it. Just, uh, what? You, I'm you, just saying, good taste. When you go down through the canals, you just play Riding Dirty. <laughs> wow. I'm even do. surprised you know that song. Wow. Try to catch me Riding Dirty. Yeah. That'd be all good, yeah. That'd be all nice. They keep me FWC will be. FWC like. Watch that Key West Big Shug, man. He's trouble. Uh, so you wanted to ask some some questions. You wanted to play dumb so, guy on the radio today. Uh, What's the deal? Like I've said this before on this show, there's always going to be somebody out there who wants to ask the question, but they're afraid they're going to lose their man card. And I really don't care, so I'm going to ask the question. I'm you, a new owner of a shotgun. I don't know a lot about the ammos and the different types. You of don't ammos. even know a lot about your shotgun because when he asked you if it had a don't pistol grip, you said no, and then he shows us a picture and only, it has I've a pistol had it, grip. I've only had it for like two weeks, Bill, and I've only taken it out of the box once, Bill. Personal foul, so clipping, <laughs> roughing the talker. Yeah, roughing the talker. No, be, be it's quiet. a it's a pistol grip stock. It's not just a standard straight pistol grip. That's what I was assuming he was talking about. Yeah. Right. Well, you assumed, and you got it wrong. So anyway. So mm-hmm. anywho, I don't know a lot about the different ammos to do different things to shoot different. Like he said, oh, we can go pig hunting with that gun. Mm-hmm. Well, which shells do I use on the shotgun? I don't know. Get number nine shot. Stop. It's the best. No, no. There's you like, stop talking. <laughs> there's, there's like I want to learn. I don't. There's over three hundred. We'll be the ones taking him pig hunting, and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, nine uh-uh. shot. It's like there's like over three hundred pellets in nine shot. You'll be yeah, fine. You're stop. not gonna miss. You're not gonna miss. Yeah, be great. But I don't want to be picking BBs out of the meat either. Uh, I, I won't even. Pay no, you won't be picking BBs out of the meat. You might be picking a tusk out of your backside, but that's yeah. <laughs> nine shot would be good for you. That way it doesn't injure the pig, and it makes you feel like he actually shot it. So you're good. Thanks, Braden. You're welcome. Appreciate so moving it. on. Oh, really is George. that your only question? Jonathan, please help. <laughs> because, I mean, I've learned absolutely nothing. 
What yeah. size? What size shell does your shotgun shoot? Is it a three inch or is it two and three quarter only? I he doesn't to, know. I, I no. I think I know this one. I believe it's the two. Hang on. Let's get what two and three, three quarters. quarters. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. No. Uh, what kind of gun is it? Let me tell a GT. you. GT. I'll be sure. Yeah, I got it's it at Gold Diggers and Gunslingers. It's GT. One, it's an off brand. It's not. Listen. It was cheap. I can almost guarantee bucks. you it's going to shoot two and three quarter and probably at minimum three inch. I guarantee it's probably a three inch. Okay. GT it will, shotgun. Let me look this up and see because I've never even heard of a GT shotgun. It, it was at, like I said, Toby hooked me up with it over at Gold Diggers and Gunslingers. Okay. Um, but, GT distributing a Citadel Boss Hog. Is that is that the I name of it? I believe that's the one. Uh, twenty inch, twelve gauge. Is that three hundred and thirty four dollars and ninety nine cents? Yep, that sounds, that that about, sounds right? about right. What did he say he charged you? Way too much. What was it? I think it was like three twenty five or three fifty. GT Distributors is basically what I'm looking at here. So uh, I don't know. Is it the Citadel or is it not? The Let me see the picture. Oh, there it is in the middle, the second row in the middle. The Dickinson. What the heck is oh, that? that? That sounds like his. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen and a half inch. Yeah, Fuck but I, you know what? Pump? Is it a pump or? It's a pump. It's a pump. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, they got a Benelli M2 on there, man. Pretty good price, twelve hundred bucks. The the so, size uh, is shot as you get a bigger number, like seven and a half, <gasps> six. Go back up. The but, bigger <laughs> number is actually a smaller shot. Okay, in a shotgun. Shockwave. Okay. So if you yes. turn around and look at. Uh, fives and sixes. You're looking at rabbits and and some squirrel birds and that small uh, game. Yeah, yeah, rabbits. Some some people use that same for uh, for pheasant things like that. You don't have to worry about that yeah. down here. But you know, raccoons, medium size, all that kind of stuff. Now you start getting into birds like doves and that seven and a halfs, eights, nines, those type of things. Then you get into what's called buckshot, which is a little bit bigger shot. Uh, things like the size of the end of a eraser on a pencil or something like that, and even bigger. And you can go all the way from three, four, five, all the way up there to aught buck, double aught buck, triple aught buck. You know, I mean, there's different sizes, uh, different calibers, you know, anywhere from 32 right. caliber down, you know. So it depends, of course, the bigger the lead, uh, the bigger the shot, the less you have of them in there. Yeah. So, like, triple-out buck, you usually have, uh, in a two and three-quarter, you might have, like, nine pellets. Whereas if it was a three-inch, you might be able to, some of them, they can shove 12 to 15. Or, in my 15. case, a three-and-a-half. Yeah, yeah. three-and-a-half, you can be well over 20, almost 20 for some manufacturers. And this Depends last on year, their wadding and things like that. But This last year, my buddy, he turned around, went to go shoot a pig with a uh, buckshot, and he ended up shooting two humongous pigs. Because one of the pellets, you know, strayed off and actually hit and killed the other pig. Two so for it, one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they, they cleaned for hours. They, these uh, were two humongous bruisers. And, again, this is why I'm asking. Cause I, I need to learn this stuff. If I'm going to have well, the gun, I want to learn all about it. You have an 18-and-a-half-inch barrel. So you might as well just – slugs are out of the question. I mean, uh, you're not going to get very much accuracy out of slugs unless it's within maybe 30 yards at the most. Well, Seriously. You, you made a good – comment if i had that gun he's got like i would use it for a tracking gun in yeah. my situation humping and jumping because man. well for like what you were saying if i have a client that makes a bad shot i would go in with that and the first <laughs> the first shell for me would either be double alt or triple alt buck and i would follow it up with a 
slug. If need be. Yeah, if sure. need be. Because the it's first one, a- the first, when you get into a situation like that, the first shot is not going to be for totally for accuracy nine times out of ten because what's probably going to happen is he's going to crawl into the dankest, nastiest <laughs> hole that he can find, and when he comes out of it, it ain't going to be pretty. It's going to be between your legs. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so. the next <laughs> shot, you're going to have a little, maybe have a little time <clears throat> to aim. I mean, you got you got the gun primarily for self defense for the house. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and, I didn't have. I mean, I had the and, knives, I have the bow, but I didn't. I mean, yeah, I want to no, have a gun. And, and the thing is, you turn around, you got a great gun for self defense. It's it's yes. easy to maneuver. If you had to turn in a hole, and it's that, a pump that, that's going to do that just fine. So you're you're fine there. If you decide you ever get into hunting a little bit more seriously. I would look at a, another barrel because you just undo that the end of that thing, pull the barrel off, maybe switch another barrel onto there. Most everybody has a, a you know, if it's an aftermarket barrel or something, there's going to be a barrel out there. I'm sure maybe that, you think so. Well, it depends on the brand. I, I mean, GT shotgun. I mean, if it's a uh, Turkish made gun, and it depends on if it's a copy of whatever it is. If it's no, like a Mossberg no. or. Uh, whatever, because, you know, Mossbergs, you can't extend the tube or any of that stuff. I'll bring it over to the house so you can look at it. Like I said, and you listeners out there, if you have the question you don't want to ask, get your you know, oh, butt, yeah. butt chomped on a little bit, get me personally. Just, I'll ask the question for you so they can beat me we, up. We, sure. We may call you Vince if you call in and ask one of those questions. Well, but, but like, you, and I'm like, <laughs> Bill, you got for personal home defense, a pump shotgun is... Pump shotgun, short barrel, easy to turn. Well, and like my grandfather said this, and I've got a story to back this up. I had a, a Hillsborough County Sheriff's officer, let's just say, stop by my house because the cows were out. And I got the old, you know, and I'm like, who is it? You know, no answer. I got another knock. And I'm like, who is it? You know, and this is 3.30 in the morning. Well, let's just say after the second knock, Jonathan went back into the room and got Lori's 20-gauge 870 pump shotgun that I bought for her and got about for me to build George from the door. And on the third, heard the of the rack of the shotgun, and I got a (laughs) Hillsborough County Sheriff, Hillsborough County Sheriff, you know. (laughs) So needless to say, it gets people's attention when they hear that. It, it's amazing sound. how they don't hear who is it, but you hear a rack of a shotgun. Yeah, you hear that sound, and it's like, uh, yeah. You know what? Um, that barrel that you have right there, if you were going to go, uh, I back in the back in the day, I bought the old Mossberg Combo. They used to have one that came with a 26-inch uh, modified choke barrel, and then you had an 18-and-a-half-inch, uh, quote, home, home defense-type uh, barrel that they would give you with a, uh, the 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 heat shield and all that stuff you could put on it. Well, I basically and I put the pistol grip on it. I would use the shorty for when we were out, you know, r- literally crawling around Gulf Hammock or Steinhatch or something like that, where you're on your hands and knees, you're going through brush and trying to sneak up on hogs, and usually you're shooting only about maybe, like I said, twenty yards at the most. So. I didn't want to drag a big 26-inch barrel fully stocked <laughs> gun on everything. There, which would have been a better choice because you got more distance. You could cover more. You could shoot a slug out of it more accurately, things like that. A foster slug, not a not a Sabo type thing, but um, which we'll get into later. Uh, and then that way 
you could sling it over your back and you know and crawl through the mud and everything else that you had to do without you know having to drag this big big firearm with you. Your gun is designed specifically for what it is. It's designed to have rounds in it, have it where you can get to it if you need it, and grab and, and, and grab it and do what you got to do. Uh, if you wanted to, as Bill George alluded to, we'll have to look and see. If it's a copy of like a 500 or something, maybe a Mossberg barrel will fit on there. So you could put a 26-inch barrel or a 28-inch barrel or that, a rifle that, barrel. That or, that or don't worry, Precious. I got a spot for you that, you know, <laughs> maybe 15, 20 yards is about as far as the shot's going to be. Anyways. Yeah, and, and, you know, you put some decent too. buckshot in there, and it'll work. It will work. I mean, you, you, you'll kill a hog. I'll, I mean, I'll be no sitting next deal. to you going, okay, shoot that one. Yeah, you could do that. That'll work too. All, you know, <laughs> as Bill George pointed out, it really does. All it takes usually is is one pellet if it's in the right place. Uh, I remember uh, my old buddy uh, Joe Ray, man. He rattled off three rounds at this hog. Fell asleep. Fell asleep in a tree stand. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he woke up and there's this big, ginormous red hog stand in front of him, and he just boom, boom, boom. You know, three shots at this thing as it's running. Because now once they saw each other, it took off. One pellet, one pellet caught it just between the shoulder blades enough to where it clipped the spine and his back legs weren't working anymore. (laughs) And by the time he got out of that tree stand, I'd already run over there. I was hunting with a 410, walked over, changed out my squirrel shot to a slug. Boom, shot him between the eyes. We're done. Done deal. One pellet. Time to go home. One pellet out of, uh, what's 15 times three? <laughs> well, this is why I want to talk to you. I mean, if anybody I, I want to trust about the guns and the ammo, are you guys. Yeah. You guys have done this your entire lives. Yeah. I'm a fisherman. I'm slowly getting sucked into the the woods. Well, then take your yeah. shotgun out in your Key West, go out offshore, and uh, go do some sea quail hunting, and uh, you'll learn all about Bill it. Bill told me not to. Pull! Yeah, well, don't waste it. I mean, go back and fish over well, it. Well, of course. Troll That's through what it. I would do. Yeah. You're chumming the water. Now, there you do want to use some nine shot. <laughs> wow. Seriously. It, because then you blow it. Like the old, like the old uh, Saturday Night Live thing, he blowed up real good. <laughs> Especially if we're on that close. But how, far, but how far offshore do we have to go to use that gun after the break? You can go three miles. You're good. You can go 300 feet hole. offshore. Yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You'll go with me when we go. How's that? I'll bring my AR. Scare the hell out of everybody. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. What are you watching, Bill George? Oh, I'm looking for another closure. All right, we'll be back. Welcome in, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Bring guns on the swindle. Vince Noble, Bill George, and Slick. Just a bit outside. Every time I hear this song. So, Bill George, archery season starts today. Yep. Everybody's out in the woods. I know uh, Toby's out uh, messing around uh, today. I think he's probably listening to the show. Well, here's, here's the picture from his blind. He's not paying attention no, to uh, anything? No, that ain't the picture. That, no. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what <laughs> well, then his hunt would be over. I yeah, think, I was about uh, to say, so, that ain't uh, the Toby I know. No, that would be dead. That would be on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would be done. Uh, so uh, lots of folks are out there. So we have uh, the equivalent of maybe four listeners on the show today. So good well, for, we have, good for everybody. We have a combination of duck. Uh, the, yep, the ducks today. Teal and dove. Uh, wood duck. Duck open, and wood, yeah, today. Open up. Archery open up. Gator season's in full swing. Yep. 
So I it's just go, us four talking out I, here. I, I did go in last night and took a quick gator hunt. Uh, got home late from work. Didn't get leaving the house till about seven, um, six thirty, seven o'clock, and uh, we managed uh, to go out which, there, catch a whole bunch of nine footers. Like <laughs> What's that? You still nothing, smell like nothing. Just keep yeah. going, keep going. We, You're we almost got up a whole bunch of nine footers, and uh, my wife was pointing to me on the time on the, the thing, and that in. that means uh, it's time to continue to head around. I was just going to do one one loop around Hancock, and uh, I come up on two alligators, and he's like, "Okay, one on the right, one on the left," and all of a sudden, saw a big bubble trail going off on the one on the right. Ended up going, and Bro. my son and daughter ended up hooking it, and it looked pretty good uh, as we were following it around, and uh, managed to end up getting a harpoon into it and pulling it in the boat, and it kept coming, and it kept coming, and turned out it was eleven two. So that one made the grade. Nice. Well, Wait a minute, uh, is that who's that in the photograph that you sent to me? That's my son and daughter. Okay. So that's William and Belinda went uh, along with Susie. It was a family trip last night. And, that's uh, really so nice. That was, that was very nice going out there. Uh, one of my fondest trips a long time ago was when the whole family was out there and we got 11 too. You know, it, it just, it's just well, really nice going out there and being able to do things as a family. And that's Very cool because nice. your family likes to go and do it with yeah, you. That, that's, yeah. That's the... I don't have a girly girl. Yeah, most know, women are like, Chrissy, I don't want to get my fingers dirty yeah. daughter. You know, she she is getting much <laughs> better at, to say the same thing. at, at casting awesome. the rod. That's a talent that you have. I can't tell you how many people, even, even some wildlife officers I know, can't cast worth a... Hoot, you know, the gator's right there in front. You say, okay, he's right there. You point to it, and the hook goes 30 yards in another direction. <laughs> and it's like, okay. It, <laughs> well, it takes a little practice with that much weight on it. I was going to say, it's a little bit different from how I fish because you have, you know, what, eight pounds of weight on the stupid thing. Well, you know, it gets to a point where as a, as a person who's trying to tell people where they need to throw, it's like, okay, do I tell them in the wrong place because they always seem to be casted in the wrong place? <laughs> and, but and I'm sure you tell them not to. You don't have to whip it either because you have all the weight to take the line. There's 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 different there's different techniques I have to throw hooks. Some I just do a little pitch. Uh, some, you know, the sidearm is what I see people keep trying to do, and that do does it. not that does not work as well as as you know putting right well, over your head. You just need to be cognizant. Where everybody else since, else in the since boat. I have three of the cogs in our little plan all in the same room at one time, and this one on the end is telling me we've got till November the first. Yeah, I have a Calhoun update of right. some public water gators that have already been uh, sighted, and uh, let's just say that there's a possibility of a few pits to be thrown into the uh, mix as well on some private property. So now that this one's daughter's involved and my two daughters are involved and I got Singleton, they're ready to go. Oh, we need one extra we, girl and that's where Vince got, comes in? We've got to put... Oh, ooh. ouch. Uh, Vince, Bill, George. Vince was doing the camera stuff. Come so, on, man. I mean, the camera... You know. Vince, Vince is living the water life. Hey, I should be. Vince in, is doing the camera stuff, and I'm going to send Ava out with him as his personal guide when he goes work. pig hunting. So 
You can ask Mike I, I about could, that. She'll take care of you. Never mind, Bill. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> but <laughs> I got to pick on you, Vince. Yeah, it's I, been I, too long, you, man. You, you were gone for way too long. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you had some <laughs> stuff going on, and I, I was like, man, I wonder if Vince will ever come back. You I'm know? back, baby. I'm you back. So, and then here, two weekends in a row. But like I said, we've got till November the 1st to figure this out. So Yes, we, ha- we do have a bit of time, and so we'll turn around and Braden. we just need to go up. Are you and, listening? Uh, I- I'm game any weekend, but the week, the first weekend of October. Other than that, I'm game. Because, like I said, I won't not only do this for living the water life, but you know, I think we need to get some equipment. Maybe do a little live broadcast from the old uh, family heritage compound. I'm just saying. And if we not, we can just film it yeah. and put it up later too. <laughs> so you know, sitting on the front, all I can say is sitting on the carport doing a radio show broadcast. We could be looking at whitetail deer. Is there a PBR it's, involved? Uh, no. Can there be? That's you bring that stuff yourself. PBR? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Some so, bush light. Radio? Some bush light. Radio? <laughs> you guys are drunk. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of bull's he looking to ride? It, it better be a Brahma oh, bull. Oh <laughs> Never mind. Good Lord. I remember it's a family show. I, I didn't I'm say just anything remember bad. it's a fa- I'm telling no, I'm just looking at you two and saying it's a family show. So that's all I'm gonna say. Oh. Braden, do you have something to say over there? Zone C archery season starts today, September 18th, goes all the way through October 17th. And my brother is serious about looking at a crossbow, and uh, he he really is looking. He said there was one out there that'll shoot like 500 feet per second. Yep. Oh, there's there's a bunch of them out there that'll do that. It is crossbow season as well in Zone C, starting today, going through <laughs> October 22nd. So you got a little bit longer in the crossbow season than you do in the archery season. Wow, they're ending it on my birthday. Just a little bit. They turned around. He was telling me some of these crossbows are going for a couple grand. Yeah, it's crazy talk. I mean, uh, they're more expensive than a 300 wind mag with a decent scope. The the package that I recommend that we sell at the shop, you're $1,200, Easy peasy. Easy to spend it. But... As you would say about other things, when you walk out the door, you're done. You go straight from, you can walk straight out the shop and go straight to the woods and let her eat. Okay. How how far out is that crossbow good for? 100 yards. 100 yards. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Which one is that? The Mission. There's a bunch of them I'm, out there that'll I, do that. I'm, let me put it to you this way. I'm one of those people that it's not all about every, and you know this because you've been in archery a long, the game a long time. Everybody's all about speed, 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 speed. Must go faster. I, I don't care if it gets there at 500 feet a second. If you can't hit the broadside of a barn with it, it don't matter. And you know that I'm real big on the mission crossbows and all that because. You're still 300. Most of them, you're still 350 to 375 feet a second. And I can hit that Zephyr Hills bottle at 100 yards with four arrows in a row. Yeah, but that hitting out. a bottle is a lot different than hitting a deer that's that's well, but uh, what I'm trying to say, savvy that's going. As soon as he hears, Dunk, he's already well, jumping the in the thing. air. They're super, super, super silent. You, you got to remember, you, you, you want something that's as close to the speed of sound as you can get. Because oh, yeah. uh, if your bow is shooting at 300 or 200 feet per second, 
That means that deer heard that bow go off uh, a half a second before the arrow even gets there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they already heard that before it's before it's even there. That's like when you were talking about your bow and you're shooting 300 and some change, and I'm like, I'm watching him shoot, and it's like, boom. I mean, that's all you hear. You hear the the release go, and then it hits the back, stop 30 yards away. It's like, boom. Whereas I shoot my longbow, it's like, twang, funk. You know, it's like, <laughs> twang, funk. I mean, it's 180 at the most, 160 feet per second. On the newer crossbows, are they easier to pull the string back? You can't pull it back. There's no human are, being are on you the, using, What do you use? I'm almost done. Mm. There's no human being on the entire planet that can pull one back. <laughs> you have to have a crank. You have to crank it. You have to pull it back and crank it like you would jacking up a boat on a davit. Even with all the new technology There's no today. way. There's right. no way. The limbs are too short. It's too, um, Dude, they're generating 500 feet per second by pulling in the limbs only about two inches. That's it. And the head's already less than 13 inches wide. And it goes like you crank it in. It goes to here. So it literally goes. Oh no, that's that's the other thing I like about. That's the other thing that I like about the ones I'm talking about. They have the silent crank system. So yeah, I mean it's just it's amazing. No noise at all. And 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 there's no human being. I don't care who you are. You can make five. (laughs) My caliber, I pull back with the string. Yeah, but that's not one that's no, this small <laughs> and that <laughs> short. Oh, they still have the pull ropes, but yeah, they're yeah, that's on the bigger ones. That's on the bigger crossbows. You get them little shorty jobber yeah. bit. No, no, it is a big one. There's no human so. being alive that can do it. Not one. All right. Used to good. Not yeah. Not used anymore. to good. <laughs> All right. When we come back from break, I'm going to ask the question. Ready? Hi, welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful, moist Saturday morning. Going to be a little rainy today. Not so rainy tomorrow. You're going to get out and go mess around. I'm just sick and tired of it. My neighbors hate me. My grass in my front yard is probably about five feet high. Every time I get up and I go, I'm going to go. Wait a minute. Are you, I'm going to go. Uh, uh, Stacey throwing corn in there? Are you uh, waiting to bow it at an opportune time for uh, dove season? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's amazing is once you let the grass get over about uh, seven inches high, next thing you know, I got wildlife all over the place in my front yard. Amazing they're what all, bugs will do for they're you. They're all hanging out there, man. I got doves. I got more squirrels than I've seen in a while. The Muscovies keep coming by and visiting and Ringneck hey. doves and curlews and uh, <laughs> freaking uh, ibises. I mean, everything's in there. Every day I come home, I got like a flock of something in my front yard. Well, it's like uh, I'm just going to remember that during the apocalypse. Start comes. playing the we, Marty Stauffer music. Exactly. I, I'm going to be out there cleaning house. We've talked a lot about hunting. I want to talk a little bit about. No, you're fishing. not. We got John oh, on the we phone. Got John, okay. Yeah. Well, so, uh, and I got to ask the question. I got this important stuff here. Oh, okay. But John is calling in because he comes in and uh, calls me yesterday. And he's like, dude, I meant to see you this week, but I didn't because I forgot. And I was out drinking and I was playing pickleball. And I, I dropped, I uh, had a flat tire and I couldn't come by and see him. So uh, he's like, I got this auction coming up next weekend and I got I to gotta tell you about. That's, that's to the point, yeah. That's about right. Oh, there he is. <laughs> John. Uh, so, John. So that's, who li- that's who lives in that house. Hang on a second. I was wondering who lived in that house or that yard like that. Now I know. Yeah, so. come by. You can go do some dove hunting in my front yard underneath the oak tree. Uh, yeah, yep. Vince uh, mentioned that uh, from now on when you call the show, you have to do it in your auctioneer voice and at auctioneer speed. 
Well, no. uh, it, 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 right now, uh, this is my voice. Being <laughs> a little, little low gear right now. That's what so, I said. I said, yeah. I said, when I talked to John during the week and he comes in, he's like going 15, seconds, uh, 15 words a second. And then when we get him on the show, it sounds like we just woke him up after a three-day bender. It's like, yeah, well, uh, every time I'm around media, they always say, the producers or whoever I'm dealing with, whatever I'm doing, they always say, could you please slow down? I'm yeah. like, and, and I've, now when I hear microphone or, okay, it's your turn, I always, like, drop it down a little bit because I come across <laughs> like I'm, you know, like a Doberman on amphetamine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, now, this one here, uh, we didn't get to talk very much. I know you kind of hit me on the phone real quick and said, let me send you a picture, and I got that, and I went and looked online and uh, saw it, but uh, this one here, I think a lot of our listeners would be extremely interested in knowing about this one because coming up uh, Saturday, September 25th at 10 a.m., it's going to be uh, guns, guns, guns galore. Am I correct or no? Yeah, well, a big part of it is, yeah, it's a, it's a pawn shop in Brandon that about every year or two, they call me and say, everything goes. And these guys have got a small shop, but they're busy. But they don't, they do a lot of pawns, I guess, but they collect a lot of stuff. And one way to release all that is to do an auction. So you've done it, I guess, two or three times for them. We didn't do it last year. So they get in the corner, put their arms out, and say, all of it goes. And we move it out of the store because it's a small store with no parking down to a place in Plant City on 39 and 60. Uh And a big part of it is firearms and sporting goods and compound bows and Mm -hmm. jewelry and musical instruments. I mean, it's it's a pawn shop is what it is, and there is a lot of guns. So, yeah. I know. And looking at who you have on here, if it's it's did I read it right saying Brandon Brandon Pawn yep. and Gun? Yep, yep. We yep. do yep. we've done a lot of business with them in the past with them yep. calling us and asking us about stuff and Ed and Steve, yeah, yep. good guys. They're right there on sixty in uh, Lithia Pinecrest and they've been there about eight years and, and what they do, they do a good business, but they you know, it's a small store. Don't get a lot of foot retail traffic. So, you know, a few years ago, they said, we want to get rid of some stuff, and then it's kind of worked out. So every year and a half or two, we do this, and it's a pretty cool auction. Well, when Neat you say stuff. you're auctioning off at 60 and 39, yep. there's like a di- uh, auto parts store there and a gas well, station. The and... Yeah, the old Uncle Mike Smokehouse. Oh, okay. Called. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah, yep. That's, yeah, yep. There's plenty of room in there. Yeah, there's a, about a 6,000-square-foot log cabin there that we'll use because uh, we'll move the stuff down there and have a preview next Friday. Everybody can come by between noon and 5, and then auction starts at 10, doors open at 9, and we're going to sell it all absolute. I miss that restaurant. That place was really good. Did yeah. A couple, did yeah. a couple of remotes there, man. Good food. They're there. working on a new one. I know the guy that owns the property there, he's he's actually redoing that place to open as another steakhouse. So well, that'd be gonna, nice. They, yeah. they need one yeah. out there, man. Uh, Red yeah. Barn, everything else is all gone, man. I mean, the decent ones. But So anyway, yeah. this uh, what is this? Explain all this stuff to me. Uh, you got the preview on Friday, which means you can just come in, look, but don't touch, or uh, don't buy, or... Yeah, look, touch, but you can't buy because it's a preview, and that gives people a chance to... Say, hey, let me look down the barrel of this gun. Let me, let me, let me hold this chainsaw oh, and look okay. close at it. Yeah, and right. uh, let me, let me try this guitar here, or this drum set, and and try this ring on. And then, and then we tell people to do that. Then go home and research values and decide what they want to do. They come back, 
and the next day we sell it. That's point awesome. Point and no, shoot. Yeah, I think know, Jonathan's yeah. daughter needs a drum set. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got to ask you this because it's on your website. What is a yep. buyer's premium? What, is that, what does that mean? What is that? that? Good question. Most auctions have a buyer's premium, and you, it has to be in every bit of advertisement. And in this case, it's 10%. And that means if you buy something for 10 bucks, when you go to the window and say, hey, I want my drum set, it's $11. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. I got you. Gotta you got to keep that in mind as you bid, and that's that's very normal at auctions, and that's part of how you offset some of the cost of doing it. So. I did not know. I did not know anything about that because yeah. I watch storage wars, and all they do is like, yeah. sold five hundred eighty-four dollars, and you're and you're done. Now, yeah. Now, is there sales tax on top of that? Yeah, yeah. The sales tax goes on top of both items. So if you pay twenty bucks for something, it's twenty-two dollars plus sales tax. Plus we are 7%. mandated to collect sales tax, which we do, okay. and pass it along. So that's not ours. So. Yep. All right. Now I got to ask you. I look in. I look it on the web page, and I'm scrolling mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pictures of firearms here. Yes. Are these yep. the actual firearms that are in the auction? So am I previewing now? <laughs> yeah. That's a good wow. So yeah, we're, yeah, that's what we're selling. That that body of firearms, that collection right there. Wow. I, I was trying to think would I would I use like a bunch of fake pictures and then people show up <laughs> got a bunch of Ravens and Rossies and oh, you know, yeah. No, that's that's the inventory we're selling. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, there's some cool I'm, pieces in there. I mean, I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I'm kind of a little bit miffed at you. I really Good. am. Hey, I, I'm kind of mad at you because yeah, I feel uh, better now. Uh, uh, because uh, I think this is one where you should have. I would have just, if I'd have known these are on there, I would have said, "Shut up! Don't tell anybody." Hey, okay. Because, Any 50 uh, BMGs? Uh, um, dude, look at these rings. Hey, you know your girl needs a ring, man. Hey, didn't you say that everybody's out doing something today? All the season's open, so nobody's going to hear about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you know what? On that note, yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess you could lying. be right. But uh, I'm, I'm looking at everything here from uh, uh, looks like a Winchester Model 12 pump shotgun, which yeah. I've always wanted one of. Oh, those. there's a look at the all the ARs. Shut up. What? Yeah, Shut up, Jonathan. <laughs> we're trying to help this guy out here. Uh, hey, you were tomorrow saying, we yeah. can help him. Not today. Tomorrow. <laughs> it looks like a Remington Model 7, but that's a... Man, that, look at the wood on that thing. Uh, Yeah. I've it, already... Yeah. I'm, hey, John, is there any uh, 50 awesome. BMGs out there? Nobody is talking to you. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. We cataloged it this week, and uh, there's a PDF if you go to the website. Okay. And it, it, it says Dude. preliminary catalog because we're going to add more stuff Monday. We just did a preliminary, and there's about 200 items. We're going to end up with about 350 items when we're done. That's okay. a whole tracking. There's gun. actual descriptions if you look down. And I, 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 when we did the cataloging, I would just go, "Wow, look at this F and N. Wow, sick. Wow, uh, Keltec. You know." And I'm just going yeah. through it, and I'm not getting to really in, enjoy all the stuff. And we were trying to figure out, you know, the order of stuff. So. If you go to that PDF on the uh, on the website, you could see descriptions, and, and there will be more on Monday. There's uh, a, okay. uh, let me just go through real quick here. Uh, here's one that's a hot one that a lot of people are looking for. You got a KSG shotgun right there, right off the bat. Plenty of uh, AR styles. Yep. Uh, Remington pump bolt looks like an 870. Uh, bolt actions that that looks like a Remington Model Seven. I can't. It's a short action, so I don't know if it's 308 or 248. The one with the, the one you were looking at with the wood is guy's picture. That, that wood is just awesome looking. I mean, it looks like mesquite almost. Uh, what's that one there? It looks like a Ruger. You got Rugers. You got Glocks. You got uh, 45s. You got revolvers. That looks like a. 38 Special Model uh, 10, it's stainless. 
Uh, semi-auto shotguns, double barrel, or a single shot. A single shot. Celtic pistolas, um, 380s, uh, 38 special, Smith & Wesson pistol. That looks like AR pistols. Uh, 22. Bowser. Razzler, yeah, I mean, dude, there's some good stuff in here, really. Yeah, there, there is, and there's, and then at the oh, same now there's time, a shotgun you should have bought, Vince. You dumbass. Hey, right there. Hey, you know what? He's you weren't can. there to guide me in the right direction. He still can. I got what I got, and we, you know, I'm hey, good with it. There's, there's a, is that a British 303? What is that? Listen, is that a Carcano or a British? What is that? That uh, do you know which one I'm talking about? Um, I think it's a Mauser. Oh, oh. It doesn't. Have, uh, it must be an old one because it doesn't have the. I, I don't know which one. I, I don't have yeah. pictures uh, in front of me, but from memory, there was uh, a couple. I I caught an eye on. I said, "Yeah, that's interesting." But you know, kind of like pawn shop inventory. There are some inexpensive guns. The, the, some of the inexpensive pistols, and uh, so this isn't like a premium, you know, guys' collection or something like we're doing. This is this is literally out of their case. In fact, if you want to go look at what they have, they're, 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 everything's there now, but it won't be next Wednesday when everything gets moved. So, now, this is, yeah. I mean, is there a, like a, what do they call that, uh, a reserve or anything like that no, on each no, one? No, or, no, no, uh, no, no, uh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 uh, When you go to an auction, it doesn't say absolute, turn around and leave, you're wasting your time, because that means they want to get a certain price, and they're basically just wanting to appraise what they have. So, this is sell. If, it, if that... Well, for example, if that, uh, let's see here. 320. Mm-hmm. Huh? Just uh, whatever it is, final bid, that's it. That's yep. by law. Once you state absolute, you got to sell it to the final bidder. So uh, for anybody out there, look for lot number 143. It's a uh-huh. six-hour 320. Uh-huh. Uh, really right there, probably going to get it at a really good price. Yep. Uh, Dude, there are some really there's some really good guns in here. Okay. Uh, this break action, I know somebody would want that. Is that a 32 mm-hmm. or a 38 short? Yeah. Oh, 32 S and W. Yeah. Ah, there's an oldie but a goodie. That's what you need, Vince, right there for your pocket. That's what them Italian gangsters always carry around <laughs> up in New York. That's what well, your I gran- know a good auction I can go to. Go. That's where your grandfather now. carried right there in the streets of New York, right there. 32 S and W. His buddy. probably had no numbers on it though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adi, you done with that Embry board? I got to take some numbers off of something. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no. there's some really good stuff. So auction starts at what time? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And Doors I'm going to open at 9. I know yep. that we're sitting here drooling over the firearms, but when you scroll down here, I mean, for the ladies, uh, the amount of rings and diamonds that you have on here are pretty outstanding and pearls and Watches, pocket watches, decent-looking uh, men's stuff, cameras, uh, tools, silver coins, musical instruments, yeah, tools. I mean, uh, oh, there's a turbo, uh, turbo twelve hundred for if you're doing reloading, Ryobi's, all that kind of good stuff. There's some toys. Yep, absolutely. All right, so John, give it to me one more time. When and where? What happened? September twenty fifth, Saturday at ten a.m. at thirty nine and sixty Highway thirty nine and. County Road or the State old Road State 3960 County. there. The old uh, Uncle Mike Smokehouse will be there next Friday at noon. For the preview Saturday morning starting at 9, the auction kicks off at 10. It's all going. Muzzle all loaders, right. too. All, all right. right. We'll talk to you next hour. I yes, want to hear sir. it again. Let's talk about it again. I, I didn't cover enough. We're gonna, right, we got to go, man. We're taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Go check it out for yourself. Go to harrisauctionsllc.com. Harris Auctions. Uh, LLC.com, and you can see all these wonderful, droolable pictures. We'll be right back.
Welcome in, everybody. Biggie Wild Outdoors, Brendan Gunn, John Swindle, Vince Noble, and uh, Bill Georgian. Out in the hallways, roaming as the specter that he is, Steve Austin, haunting. I used to go in Because, you know why? Because... I'm just a ghost in this house. Why are you? <laughs> That's reaching back right there. I know it is. And you know, uh, he called me last night, and I talked to him for an hour. Talking to the microphone, rookie. No, because I didn't want to shut Bill out of his territory here. <laughs> Too late. It's all right. <laughs> he doesn't pee over there anymore, so you're good. You can take over. Well, so much for putting that under my stand. <laughs> 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 Who'd you talk to last night? Henry Paul. From Blackhawk. Oh, the, the hog killer. Well, he called me and uh, we talked for like an hour. Has he got we, my we cooler? Has he got your coolers? He still know. got I, our I coolers? If we're going to talk coolers, the Buccaneers have got 20 of them. I'm just forget You know what? It. That's forget right. It. I think Mike Allstott built it, half of his garage out of I'm, our coolers. I'm the guy that walked into Kentucky Fried Chicken and paid $150 <laughs> for chicken with eight millionaires with me. Yeah. How sad is that? That's pretty sad. Well, I spent all my money. I gave it. I tipped. Hey, I tipped no, you, I tipped. They, they're li- they do everything literally because they play football that way. You yeah. Know? I, I, and, and you I tell them to bring $200 to tip they the bring guys. 200 bucks. They bring 200 bucks. That's so it. I, I'm standing there with my little tray. And I look back and eight guys are going. I'm really hungry, but I don't have any money. You got any money on you? I want to. I want to get the buffet. 150 bucks at Kentucky <laughs> Fried Chicken. Yeah, and we murdered about half their uh, inventory. I think it was just very scary. It were, half of them were offensive linemen. Well, they scary. don't eat light. No. Jerry was there. Uh, Jerry was there. Jerry Manecki was there. Uh, Paul, Gruber. Paul Gruber was there. Um, was uh, Yoder? Was Yoder with us no. on that trip? I think as for he was even drafted. Uh, so wait, it was so if it was Maneki, that means that Wunsch was there. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Wunsch was there. Maneki was the there. Now Gruber legendary there. lawyer, Brad. Brad Culpepper. Culpepper. Yeah, whatever. Well, a lot heavier hey, back then. Uh, don't get me started. So yeah. anyway, what did Henry say? What did he when he talked to him? Is he going to come visit or whatever? Yeah, I mean, well, they're coming down to play in November. They're playing somewhere. I forget where he said. If you don't know who Henry Paul is, of course, uh, singer with uh, the country Henry group Paul. Black Hawk. And then also he was with, uh, you know, the original Guitar Army from Florida, yeah. which is and the, uh, the Outlaws. And the Henry Paul Band, yeah. So. We were discussing that I introduced the Rolling Stones in 1985, the Tattoo U Tour. And they were one of the opening acts. The other opening act was Aerosmith, if you can believe Get that. Get out of here. And over to T-Bowl in Orlando. And Henry was like, they were like the first act on. And nobody was really applauding because it's like, you know, Southern Rock. Southern Rock, man, Green Grass and High Tides Forever. And, yeah. uh... uh Two of the guys from Skinnerd were there because most of them were alive after the plane crash then, and uh, they were there hanging around backstage. And then I saw them. Uh, this is a legendary show, and if God did one wonderful thing for me, it allowed me to be on stage to introduce them. Was the original, absolute killer band, the Outlaws, all the originals oh. at the at the Agora <laughs> Ballroom in Tampa. Oh my gosh. And it was so packed, it was a 10 minute walk from the bathroom to the stage. Good God, that's and, awesome. And man, the old they Agora rocked that place. Yeah. And then back when I was like 18, I saw him at the uh, Knoxville Civic Coliseum with uh, it was Marshall Tucker Band, Elvin Bishop, the Outlaws, <sighs> Leonard Skinner, and the Charlie Daniels Band. Come on. And the Outlaws, you know, they said the Guitar Army from Tampa, Florida, never even heard of them. And they blew everybody away, dude. They That's rocked so that awesome. place. You know what's really strange about this whole this tri, uh, triad here that we're talking about? The reason why Henry Paul is involved in any of this is because the first time I ever met Steve Austin 
was when we were backstage together waiting for Henry Paul to come back and do an interview with us on QYK. Are you talking about the strap man? And do an interview with him on Q105. (laughs) And the funny thing was is uh, when Henry Paul walked out, the first thing he did is he went straight to Steve and he goes, strap! Still does it. He goes, strap! And I went, strap? And and Tom Rivers goes, dude, that's Jack Strap. I was like, wait. Well, Ninety-five YNF, the jugs, and, I, and he goes, "Yeah, that's him." And I was like, "No freaking well, way!" He was that... on the way to the bus last night in Nashville. There's like two parking lots where everybody parks their cars, and their tour buses pick them up. So you pull in there, and there's like ten tour buses sitting on the lot. And uh, Henry was headed for the bus last night. They were going to, I think it was West Virginia and Maryland up the coast there. And uh, and we started talking about hunting on Brahma Island and. And all the things we used to do, the craziness when his son was a little boy, and now he's like six five and married and in his thirties. <laughs> I'm like, oh my, because we figured out last night. I've known Henry for like 42 years. Good That's Lord. crazy. Yeah, and uh, the first night we met, he, you know, they he went over and did uh, did an interview with Steve, and then uh, they came over and he did an interview with us, and then afterwards, Tom said, you know, you should go talk to Steve, man. He's a good guy. And I was like, really? And from Q105, I think we're supposed to hate everybody from Q105, and he's like. He goes, no, nah, man, Steve's one of the good ones. As a matter of fact, don't tell anybody, but he's going to be coming to work for us. And I went, really? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I went over and I shook his hand and I said, where are you from? And he goes, Tennessee. And I go, well, then obviously I said, thank you for all your help out at the Alamo. I said, well, I'm a Texan, so I can't. we're automatically obliged to thank any Tennessee. And, and I, we went to, I went to <laughs> so, a, a record showcase in Dallas. What's a, the, the record guy goes, tell me the one place in Dallas you want to go while you're here. I went. Take me straight to the school book depository, Dealey Plaza. Oh. Well, now the- I got to ask you about Henry, man. I mean, because uh, how old is Henry now, man? Seventy-two. 70? He's still touring, man. Still got doing. Got two it. little kids. He's got a three-year-old. He's got two brand new babies, bro. Come on. Where are they coming? They're coming to Tampa. Not now. I mean, like in November. He's That's on the road right now. This trip, they're going to West Virginia, Maryland. Wait, now is he coming down as Blackhawk or as uh, the Outlaws? Uh, I think the Outlaws. Dude, we should go. No, no, they're coming down as Blackhawk because, you know, there's only Henry and uh, Monty Yoho's uh, in the band, one of the yeah, originals. there's only like two guys left out of yeah, that and band, Monty's bro. pretty sick, I guess, so Henry says, you know, just him. So it'd probably be Blackhawk, but, you know, Blackhawk had like 14 records that charted. Yeah. That's awesome, three man. Four number one. You know what's really funny is when he came down with his uh, son, Hank, little Hank, uh, came down to go hunt with us at, on Brahma Island, me and Steve, uh... Hank shows up, the, the son shows up, camoed up, camo pants, camo jacket. <laughs> He's ready to go. This kid is jonesing to get out there. Henry Paul steps out like he just stepped off the tour bus. Literally pressed black blue jeans, lizard skin cowboy boots, a, a uh, black uh, collared shirt with a red matadors type <laughs> cut jacket. Watch this, and boy. Hair, and hair. Perfect. Not one out of place. I kid you not. That sounds like Alex Grossi. I took the, the lead guitarist out from Quiet Riot out fishing. Black jeans, boots, leather jacket. I'm like, bro, know, we're going out fishing. And, and he looked in a different world. And he looked that way all day. <laughs> but you, but he know, never. He looked perfect all day. Like he would, he could go stand out on stage and start singing at any moment. But there's a reason, you know, that I mean, Blackhawks. Thirty years later. And the outlaws are still touring because they're where they go. All right. Oh, hang on. We got to take a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Top of the hour. Hour three is right around the corner.